0: Okay, Google, play the Sideline Hustle podcast. Sure, the Sideline Hustle Football Podcast. Here's where you left off. Everybody reach, reach, to the top. Everybody reach up, Don't stop. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here are numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world, think about it. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing this show. Yeah, we we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in! Get (laughs) them out of there! I want the good guys in! (laughs) To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle, because we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. What up? Drew Lieberman here, bringing you guys a shorter version of the podcast today, uh, but one that I hope will will provide everybody with a lot of value. When I was in Dallas with Nike at this huge high school football showcase called The Opening, uh, one of the major themes of the event was their infamous slogan, Just Do It. Uh, Many of the athletes we hung out with were, were asked, what does Just Do It mean to you? And everyone there had their own personal spin on it, but But just about everyone echoed a lot of the same themes. And that made me think of my own personal definition of of just do it and how that might vary as a player versus being a coach or or as a businessman. Uh, So I thought I'd put together a short podcast for you guys to talk about the just do it mentality a little further. It was the 30th anniversary of just do it. Just Do It, the Nike marketing ad campaign was a lot bigger than just a tennis shoe or you know, sportswear. This is Willie McGinnis. Willie McGinnis is a former New England Patriots linebacker. Uh, he was a two-time Pro Bowler and won three Super Bowl championships with the Patriots. It meant a lot more. Um, it serves to help athletes break down barriers as a rally cry to inspire self-belief. Which is dope. And it really fits in well to what we do because Just Do It, is you know it basically was a slogan to, to make to empower everybody to be an athlete right like you don't have to have lebron james skills to be an athlete like anybody with a body is an athlete Is kind of their thought process if i said just do it mentally and physically far as whether it's football or other things what does that mean to you um i go back to think about preparation and how i'm going to do this task this is malik jefferson Malik Jefferson is an incoming rookie linebacker for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, he was a third round pick out of Texas and is a recently Nike signed athlete who actually went through the opening himself when he was in high school, made it to Texas and, and now to the NFL. So a pretty, pretty cool story. Or you know, wherever it's gonna be. Um, because when you think just do it, it's a just, just simple statement. You just do your job or you do whatever it's to him. So when I think of just do it, I definitely think of just keeping in mind task at hand and make sure I follow and execute my plan. Uh, for me, I'll back to uh, high school time. This is Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward is an incoming rookie cornerback for the Cleveland Browns. He was the fourth overall pick in the first round of this year's draft coming out of Ohio State. Actually, I had a coach that told me that I wouldn't be a college athlete. I wouldn't be able to play college ball. So, and he said that because my size or... See, I, don't, I don't really know why he said it, but that kind of motivated me. Stuff like that motivated me and kind of, like, why can't I do it? Like, I always felt like I could do anything anybody else could do, if not better. And that just always motivated me whenever people give me stuff to kind of lead me in the right direction. Like, okay, I'm going to prove this person wrong. So that's really what just do it to me. To me, I think it goes perfectly in line of, like, all right, like, we're interviewing Rob Gronkowski but you're trying to humanize his skills. Like, hey, what do you do for route running that everyone else can do? You know what I mean? And like, just do it. Like, you don't have to look like Rob Gronkowski to run a great flag route. You know, and then we, we got a little bit of insight from Rob Gronkowski, which an interview we'll post later, that you know he talks about like the uh, why he thinks his flag route, his corner route is the best route. What do you feel like your best route is right now? Your favorite route? My favorite route is, is a flag route, because when I feel like I'm running full speed, I give a little move, and when I stick... Vertical I, set at the top? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I can burst out. That's yeah. my best. I can burst out right there, how big I am. Yeah. I can burst right there on the stick and get to the flag. And so I think it's cool to like go on that theme and continue to like maybe have like a Just Do It podcast or something where you're humanizing these skills of these Nike athletes, but breaking down the techniques and their practice habits and their process. For me as a coach, you know, I'm always trying to instill the the Just Do It mentality in my players. Um, And and to me, the, the crux of it starts with... Eliminating doubt, eliminating excuses, you know, from their lives because especially young kids like that is something that almost every young player carries with him is, is excuses as to why he can't push his game to the next level and doubt as to how he's going to get there. Um, and those are two things that, that prevent action and you know, prevent progress in, in football and in all areas of life. The biggest thing I tell my guys that are struggling with any sort of self-doubt or any sort of excuses is just to lose themselves in, in the technique of their work, lose themselves in the technique of their craft. Um, don't compare yourself to the receiver next to you or one of your peers because everyone's process is different. Everyone's at a different stage along that process, uh, but rather just just lose yourself in, in your technique. Was that, was that route the best type break I could possibly have? Did I have the best release I could possibly have? Uh, but I, I think a lot of kids you know, look around and say, oh, well, so-and-so is better than me here. So-and-so is better than me there. And, and it becomes you know, a hindrance to them and, and prevents them from working hard rather than just comparing themselves on play three to themselves on play one, and did my technique improve? Nike's whole theory behind Just Do It is that anybody, any person that has a body can be an athlete, and so just do it. Go, go put the work in, you can be an athlete, you have a body. It's similar with receivers, is that, like if you're playing for me, whether it's been a Wesleyan or Rutgers or Don Bosco, like you have some sort of talent, you have some sort of natural gifts that you've been born with, so focus on your technique then, and allow your technique to maximize those talents. The higher level you go at at Rutgers and the NFL, athletic ability and talent is more of a requirement than it is at the high school or division three level. But at those levels, if you have great technique, anybody can become a good receiver, a serviceable receiver if you master some of the nuances of your craft. That's what I try to tell kids is is don't worry about where you're at compared to other people. Lock into your technique. Anybody can become a great receiver and and with with some, some solid technique and technique at the higher levels when talent and athletic ability is more required, technique is what separates those guys. And you see now the best receivers in the NFL, the the Odell Beckhams, the Antonio Browns, the Keenan Allens, you know, the Julio Jones. Like, yeah, they all have different athletic talents that are superior, but they're all great route runners and they all have great technique. And I think that's what's separating those guys. Um, Another like kind of crazy thing I did to eliminate doubt and eliminate excuses in my guys, uh, when I first got to Wesleyan was I, I allowed my receivers to call themselves wide receiver U, uh, which you probably see on a lot of my content WRU as as we called it, but but I I let them call themselves wide receiver U and we owned it and I let we started using hashtag WRU on social media. Uh, eventually it, they made it cooler and it evolved to to R U. Um, but doing this rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, including including coaches on on staff with me. Uh, but I was never doing it to try to be cocky. Although I was very confident in my abilities and very very confident in the talent we had in that room. But it was never to like brag or show off. I did it to eliminate excuses from everybody involved, especially myself. Because like think about it. if we're gonna have the audacity to call ourselves wide receiver, you we're, we're we're the wide receiver group to look up to. You know, we're setting the standard for wide receiver play. And I'm gonna have the balls to walk around and be the guy directing this and allowing this Like we better live up to it we better we better come to work locked in every single day ready ready to go ball out every single day they the players better be comfortable with the amount of pressure I'm gonna put on them every single day to perform because y- you guys are the ones who wanted to embrace dub RU. You want it to be the known as the wide receiver you. Well you better show up and live up to that every day. And there's no excuses for anything less than that. Otherwise don't 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 have the, the balls to, to call yourself that. And, and it eliminated excuses for me too. How how am I gonna, you know, if I'm feeling if I didn't sleep all day because I was watching film the night before and, and I'm tired, how am I gonna come out to practice sluggish if if I know that I'm supposed to be the guy representing dub RU and, and I'm gonna allow my players to, to call themselves that. And I, I think it was something that, that worked really well because it really did eliminate excuses. When guys didn't want to work and guys didn't want to push themselves, you know, I would a lot of times I would challenge them with, hey, you, you guys want to be known as WRU? Like, this is what it takes, guys. Like, this is this is now the moment that like, you're, you're breaking down. You're at your breaking point. Like, if you want to be WRU, you want to be the wide receiver university. You better push through that and, and overcome some of some of those some of those fears you have or some of those excuses you, you have in your life. Uh, and, and I actually took it away from the kids at Wesleyan one offseason because I wasn't happy with their attendance, their effort in some of the offseason workouts. And I said, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear you call call yourselves WRU because you, have, you haven't earned this. And we were a young group going into my second year at Wesleyan. And, and I was like, you know what? Forget it. Like, don't don't use WRU. Don't, I don't want to hear it from anybody because you guys don't deserve it. And I don't deserve it as a coach because I haven't obviously coached you well enough to where you guys are, are living up to expectations and we didn't use the phrase for, you know, the entire summer and, and really most of the spring going into this last season. And it wasn't until we started to ball out again in August and preseason that I was like, All right, you know, dub are you on three, you know, we sort of break down the huddle that way and obviously that was the year when when we set a bunch of records and had a ton of success. So it was it was a cool tactic that way, but Football side, the last the last thing I want to talk about as far as the, the, the just do it mentality is I think it relates directly to business and all aspects of life. And at least, at least for me, in my experience starting the Sideline Hustle, I had the ultimate just do it mentality. Like I had no idea and knew nothing about producing podcasts or vlogs or any sort of the video work, any sort of I, didn't, I knew nothing about running a business either. All I'd done in my professional career was coach football. Um, and, and so I just kind of you know, thought I had a great idea, thought we had a great concept for how to use social media and use technology to educate people about football. Um, I thought we had a cool idea, some cool stories for the podcast, but you know, I didn't have any money, so I couldn't hire someone else to produce the podcast for me or make these videos for me. Uh, if I wanted to get this business done, I had to just do it myself. And, and just, I, I watched three months of YouTube videos every day for three, four, five hours a day, religiously, I learned how to produce a podcast, learn how to produce videos, uh, and, and just really made it happen for myself and rather than listen to all the people that said well you have no experience in this you have you know you didn't go to business school you don't do this you're just a coach what do you know I just I locked in every day and, and worked as hard as I possibly could and learning the craft and just and just did it and didn't I, I didn't I believed in myself I didn't have any doubt because there was no other option for me if I if I wanted to build a life uh, that I was going to be happy doing and this was something that I was like I right, you know Creating podcasts, being an artist and a football coach at the same time is something I could do for the rest of my life and be happy with. That's the life I want to live. like I need to make it happen. I can't expect someone just to buy into the idea and give me some sort of a handout. I needed to put in the work every day to learn how to produce my own videos, produce my own podcast while going to grad school, while coaching football and doing all these things. Like It would have been really easy to feel bad for myself, but if I didn't put in the work that I had, we wouldn't be where we are today as Sideline Hustle. Um, so, so, you know, I think, and I kind of had the same mentality where Nike says, anybody, anyone who has a body can be an athlete. I figured that anyone with a creative vision could, could be an artist or anyone with a creative vision and and a work ethic could start a business. And, and, you know, it's kind of cool to have lived it out a little bit a year later where we've got a real functioning business and a brand that's growing by the day. And, you know, all it took was, was a lot of hard work, a lot of patience, which is probably the hardest thing to learn, but. Just that mentality of just do it, there's no excuses, I'm not gonna doubt myself, I'm gonna believe in myself no matter what, and and continue to take the punches to the face, be willing to fail, be willing to lose, and just learn from all those mistakes and it's, it's that mentality i think can go a long way in helping people succeed the ghetto will fellow the more. oh my god they speak venomous on the boy oh my lord my enemy is fear and i'm sure oh my god they want the end of me because i'm pure oh my lord discipline for the win i just go for it it's a trend for these men to die on their own sword Journey far, learn who you can be, but you can learn who you are when you around family Chip off the shoulders of soldiers on a grizzle My granddaddy Mac Little married Danny Little They passed down wisdom, blessings were given Pray my sins don't get passed to my children, I made a killer I'm alive like the morning star Call Jordans for the price on stocks and what the Hornets are I need evaluations, I'm savvy, y'all Eating foie gras and caviar, listen don't fall too far from the apple tree. Hey.